Thanks for checking out the Generosity Labs podcast. Generosity and giving as it relates to the church is one of the biggest and most important conversations we can have across faith communities. That's why we're here. On the Generosity Labs podcast, hosted by Kenny Jang, we will talk to pastors, consultants, service providers, and other church leaders. We're going to discuss the current trends, models, and best practices for developing giving as a robust part of your community life and how you can get a culture of generosity to flourish from the inside out. Join us every week right here for the Generosity Labs podcast. Check out www.generositylabs.org for more details and fantastic free resources made available just for you and your church. Hi, everybody. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Generosity Labs podcast. I'm Kenny Jang, your host. And in this installment, I'm really excited because we're going to sit down with, I called him in the pre-interview, the Yoda for me in the generosity space, um, a veteran, good friend now. Uh, Chris Willard, thank you for being with us today here. Well, thank you. That's uh, of all the introductions I've ever gotten, Kenny. That's one of them. So we'll just kind of <laughs> we'll just go with that. Um, so for some of those people in this uh, podcast that have never heard of your work, can you just give us a little recap of uh, what you're doing today in this space in particular? Yeah, I came out of the parachurch world, had uh, 18 years of uh, of experience in the parachurch, did a lot of major donor development, then became the executive pastor of a big church and figured out some stuff there. And uh, then started working with Leadership Network. And I am the director of generosity initiatives for Leadership Network. And of course, at Leadership Network, what we try to do is we put churches into groups and cohorts and we try to encourage them to kind of dream big about about uh, strategies that can really help them be more effective in the church. And the area that I lead is the whole area of generosity and stewardship and giving. I'm also a, a strategist at Generis. And uh, at Generis, I'm more directly coaching churches that are doing an initiative to try to, you know, build a building or plan a campus or do some great work missionally. Uh, and sometimes I'll work directly with churches on their generosity stewardship uh, strategy. So I'm you know, I'm kind of all over the place, Kenny, but I'm my most of the work I'm doing is trying to work with pastors who are trying to really create a revolution of generosity and stewardship and giving in their churches. Nice. Um, I that's the work that you're doing is so important and your gift to the kingdom. I really appreciate everything that you've been doing. Um, I, I'm I'm excited because I think it's great to be able to sit down with you today and ask you to talk about a topic that's been on my heart lately in our consulting with a lot of nonprofits and cause driven organizations. Um, we are entering into the season talking about Giving Tuesday, right? So Giving Tuesday follows, um, if, if you haven't heard about it before, basically is um, the Tuesday that follows Black Friday. Everyone knows what Black Friday is, right? Black Friday is the day after you're in a coma uh, from that turkey. <laughs> <laughs> you head out to the shops. Monday has become Cyber Monday. It's when you go back to work and you don't do any work and you're shopping all day on Amazon. And now nonprofits has commandeered that Tuesday afterwards. This year it's going to be November 28th as Giving Tuesday. You'll see the hashtag Giving Tuesday all over the place. Um, Chris, have you heard of Giving Tuesday or what, 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 tell us about your experience with it. Oh yeah. I can't remember when I first heard it, but it's now it's been several years and I, I've seen it and it's actually been encouraging to me uh, to, to give to some of the causes kind of in, in, in this case, in, in, in our case, 
Giving Tuesday is the place where I have given to things that are not necessarily connected to my church or to sort of the ministries that I support. But some of the other things in our city, maybe some other kind of justice related things that my family and I care about. So, yeah, I've, Giving Tuesday has has encouraged me to make some of those kind of gifts uh, over the years. And I think it's a genius idea. It ought to be it ought to be the Tuesday before all of that stuff happens because yeah, a lot of yeah. people are out of money by the time they get to give it <laughs> Tuesday. But, uh, but, but I think it's a genius idea and it's been very interesting to see kind of the, 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 what do you want to call it? The, 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 just the whole world of organizations that are trying to do some good in the world kind of leverage that day to tell their story to various people. Yeah. I remember back in, I think the stat was in 2012, there was about 2,000, 2,500 organizations involved. They raised about $12 million. So in the big scheme of things, it wasn't big, right? right? But I just saw numbers for last year, 2016, and there was 1.56 million individual gifts. And um, I think the total amount donated was uh, over 40% growth over year over year. And I think it raised over $168 million this past year. Um, that's pretty sizable and the growth I think is just phenomenal, right? That means there's traction headed in this direction. And this is the one of the things I want to bring to the conversation table here today is I think churches need to get involved with giving Tuesday. What are your thoughts on that? When you hear that statement? Well, I think it's, if it's going to be out there in the culture and if, and, uh, you know, we've just come off of Thanksgiving and aren't we all thankful for our blessings? Let's do some good in the world. Let's make an investment in something that's going to meet someone else's need, I think the church is really in a perfect position to to encourage people or leverage the whole idea of Giving Tuesday. I don't think that I would make it, I would want to make the, if I was using Giving Tuesday as a church, I would want to make the cause that I was talking about something out there, yes. something in the city, something to meet the needs of the least of these and the ones that are left behind or something that feels really uh, sticky like that. Because I actually think that Giving Tuesday could almost be a way for a person in a church to, to, to have a kind of an encouraging conversation with a colleague, a coworker, a classmate, something like that. Hey, uh, this Giving Tuesday, I'm involved in, uh, with an organization that, that's going to be, you know, working with Coalition for the Homeless to help kind of do some good, blah, blah, blah. Why don't you consider joining me? And it just happens to be my church. Yes. I think that could be really great. I, I think it's a great word of mouth, like artifact that you could use as conversation starters. And so what we're coaching our church, um, you know, coach partners is saying, look, you need to look at Giving Tuesday as the kickoff of your Christmas campaign. Huh. And you need to start that kickoff as something that's not holy huddle internal facing, but it's external facing, as you said, right? It needs to be outward facing. As I always say, the moniker that I'm like settling down on is you need to raise money and draw attention, not for your church, but for what you what the church stands for. Right. So yeah. um, the, what you're saying is, I think, spot on. I think we're of the same mind that you need to really figure out what are those other organizations or causes in your community that you can champion and celebrate and bring people to the table together on that one day. I also think it's a great way, could be a really great way in a church to get a not yet giver, to give a modest gift for the very first time. Yeah. So, you know, listen, a lot of, the reason people are, are sometimes a little bit suspicious about giving at churches is often 
churches haven't done a great job with this topic. We've we've arm twisted or we've done some funky things. So imagine a Giving Tuesday strategy in a local church where we're asking people to give a modest gift of ten or twenty five dollars to something local, something that's really kind of meaningful. And you could sort of say to your congregation, look, if you've never given here at our church, we would encourage you to make Giving Tuesday the very first time you kind of get involved. I, I love that. Yeah, nice, that. nice next uh, first step for people. I love it because it also associates giving to the church is not about giving for the church, right? It, it associates something that actually 82% of U.S. citizens, right, have reported giving to charities. And so it puts the church in line with what people are already doing on a regular basis of some sort, right? And so it doesn't make the church an outlier, you know, like a vacuum cleaner that's sucking up your money just for the internal selfish reasons. Um, it really puts a generosity profile out there um, right from the outset. And so that's what I love about Giving Tuesday. Um, so from your perspective, if churches are looking at, you know, um, Christmas campaigns, um, can you give me, from your experience, in terms of timing, where does that fall in? End of November, maybe sometimes it falls in the first week in December. Is that really um, too early? Some people say it's too early to talk about the Christmas campaign, the end of year giving for your church. Where do, where do you fall on that? Well, here's what I would say. It, it, it's probably right now, here we are in uh, the beginning of October, it's a little too early to start talking to your congregation about your year-end giving strategy, yeah. but it is definitely not too early for your team to start planning your year-end giving strategy. And in fact, you might almost be a little bit behind because you know the, Christmas is coming, Kenny. It's gonna be here before you know it, and we gotta get ready for that. But I think it's, I think a lot of times churches will use the weeks leading up to Thanksgiving, and then sort of those first few weeks after Thanksgiving as you move into into the very, into the year end, as the timing when you're gonna be talking to your congregation about year end giving. So you're right, because Giving Tuesday is that first Tuesday after Thanksgiving, it's a perfect place to kind of be that launching point for your year end strategy, and if I could, I would, I would encourage uh, anybody that wants it, it's a free download on the Generis website. We've got a free yes. year-end giving guide. And um, you, it's generis.com, look for the year-end giving guide. And uh, it is an awesome tool that gives you sort of start to finish what you need to do to put together a really effective year-end giving initiative. Yeah, that, that's a great resource. It's something that you print out and I think you just discuss with your team. Um, what are the elements that we can adopt this year take an incremental step and start to embrace all the things that you guys are suggesting in that resource? So one question that comes up from some some pastors that I've had conversations recently about Giving Tuesday is they said, first of all, one, aren't I going to cannibalize what I need to raise money for for our church? Uh, if I'm going to ask them to, are people really going to give twice? They're not going to give twice to the church. Um, that's the first question. So how do you counter or what's your response to a question like that? Well, that, that, there, that sort of goes to the, um, a theological principle, I think, of either uh, do you believe in abundance or scarcity? Yeah. Um, boy, I, anytime I hear a church leader say, I'm afraid if they give that money there, they won't give it here, I, I want to remind that guy that the money we're talking about doesn't belong to you. It doesn't even belong to them. It belongs to God. 
and people need to do with it what he, you know, he wants them to do. So if you could take an abundance mindset, I don't think that somebody making a $50 contribution on Giving Tuesday to something really cool and sticky that feels good to them is going to is going to mean they're no longer going to support your church for the month of November or December. Uh, I, I have a feeling that's not really the case. Um, but how, I will tell you this. I don't think there's any reason why the Giving Tuesday initiative that you present to your congregation, it could be something that your church was already planning to do. Yeah, absolutely. Meaning, meaning it's already in your budget. So essentially what you're doing is you're taking this item that was going to be in your budget. Hey, we were already going to make this contribution to the Coalition for the Homeless, or we were already going to do this deal. Take that out. Have people fund it through Giving Tuesday or your year-end initiative instead of it just being funded as a line item in your budget from the general offerings. Yeah, that actually, I think that so it reminds me one of one of the core strategies that we have at Generosity Labs when we're coaching end-of-year giving programs is when you name it and claim it, your campaign typically we we suggest there's three parts. One is you need to identify a project that's internal to your church, so something that's really inside the building. And then name a project that's outside of your building, inside your community, that's local. And then name a project that's global. So a three-part, three-tier. And Giving Tuesday could fund one of those pieces that sure. are external easily, right? Sure. Yeah, yeah what's so. good about that is that there are people that are motivated to give to each of those. Yes. So if, you're, if your initiative is, is comprehensive like that, there's going to be something exciting in there for everybody. Yeah. So a, a, another question, and this is a very practical one in terms of structuring that campaign. Giving Tuesday is a, is a finite campaign. It's one day. It's an event, right? And the average gift two years ago for Giving Tuesday, I think, was $137 per giver. The one This last year, for some reason, was 107 So we're talking about $100, a little over $100. Um, can you help people understand what's the best way to frame that suggested or aspirational gift amount? You know, how do you, how should they approach it? Because most campaigns, you should be trying to set a goal for how much we're going to raise and also seeding and priming for the supporter audience. You know, what a general guideline of what your, you know, general suggestion or expectations are for how they might give personally. Well, again, in, in, when you're thinking about giving uh, in the church, you want to you want to challenge people to prayerfully give what they believe the Lord wants them to give. And so, if you challenge me, Kenny, to give a hundred dollars, I might feel like I'm getting uh, I'm, you're, I'm off the hook, right? Because I, I, you know, not that I'm some sort of like money bags, right? But a hundred dollar contribution is not really going to change my lifestyle. I'm not going to have to whatever, right? But for some people, a hundred dollar con uh, contribution is sacrificial. Man, I'm going to have to really pinch some pennies here for the next two weeks. So whenever you offer a specific number like that, you have to be careful about the fact that you're hitting some people and missing everybody else. So how is, you, what, what's your recommendation? How would you message the giving portion? Well, I want to, I want to tell people what the project that, that we're doing is and, and, and how much it's going to cost us to accomplish it. And I want to ask people to prayerfully consider giving a special gift and then I might give them some categories. I might say, you know, if you're a brand new giver, you might want to give this number. If you're a person who gives on a regular basis and, you know, you're enthusiastic about what's happening, you might be able to give a higher number. But I think one of the things that Giving Tuesday could do is you could give everybody a low number just because you want to get them involved, just because yes. you want to get them going, just because it's not about raising a huge amount of money, sometimes a strategy like Giving Tuesday could just be to get not yet givers 
to start giving for the first time. So your whole strategy might be, listen, for a gift of $25, you can help accomplish this in the life of a needy student or family in our city. And boy, virtually, in, in most of our churches, virtually everybody could give a $25 gift. And maybe that's going to be your goal, just to get more people involved as opposed to raising a huge amount uh, of money. I love that. So you're raising participation, not raising dollars necessarily, right? And so yeah, right. you want the community to come together and and I think you don't you want to explicitly say that like it's more meaningful if more people in this room gave something today versus just one person writing one big check right yeah I just think listen sometimes we should tell our church look our goal for this initiative is a hundred percent participation if a hundred percent of us do something I won't as your pastor I won't mind what the number is the final goal is I'll be thrilled yeah. if a hundred percent of us are in I'll be thrilled with whatever the goal that we hit is I think that's a that could be a you know an encouraging way to kick off your Christmas season after Thanksgiving. <laughs> Perfect. And so the the other question I think around Giving Tuesday that I've heard from pastors in particular is do you, does it always have to be something that's religious or faith based uh, or can it be something that's a totally different category? Well, I mean, there's a lot, it's it's uh, I think it should be something that your church cares about. And, you know, like, so is, uh, is after-school tutoring for at-risk kids, is that religious yeah. uh, or faith-based? Uh, not necessarily, but I have a feeling it really matters. It matters to those kids, and it matters to the Lord, and it matters to a lot of churches, which is really encouraging. So I think it doesn't have to be overtly kind of Jesus-y. Right. Yeah. It, it can be about doing some good in the world, doing some good in the community, partnering with an organization that we believe in. Um, and I think actually sometimes when we use that kind of strategy, you're going to you're going to take away an objection that some people might have. Wow, that sounds like a good cause. That's not just going in the church's general fund. Yes, and definitely. So I want to get in on that. Definitely. Um, well, Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy uh, time in your schedule. I know that you're working with so many churches, especially this part of the season. Um, if someone listening today wanted to reach out and contact you directly, what's the best method for them doing that? Can you drop your digits and your, your social oh, yeah. handles and your website, et cetera, for us? Sure. The best way to reach me would be either through the uh, Leadership Network website. So I'm uh, you can find me at leadnet.org, my, my, or you can look for me on the Generis website, which is generis, G-E-N-E-R-I-S, dot com. Uh, you can find me in both of those locations. I, I blog at chriswillard.me, so if you want to look for me there, that would be Love great. Love that blog. Love that blog. Thank you very much. And, uh, yeah, and you can – I'm around. People, people can find me, Kenny. I'm out there, man. <laughs> Awesome. Uh, well, thank you so much for joining us today. Everybody, thank you for joining us and listening into our conversation here at the Generosity Labs podcast. If you want to check out the transcription of this episode and resources and links that we were mentioned in today's conversation and other things that you'd love to see about digital giving and generosity, visit our website at www.generositylabs.org. Till next time, I'm Kenny Jang with Chris Willard here. Remember, be blessed and be a blessing with a generous heart.